All right. Well, <clears throat> well, praise the Lord. We're going <clears> to... <throat> I'll speed through this as much as I can. Give me grace, God. Uh, it, it won't be long at all, but I feel like these testimonies, I want us to hold them close. I want us to remember those. I hope each testimony ministered to who it needed to minister to. I think God has given each of us something to encourage us. Um, uh, either, either, Either we were encouraged and we, and it put a smile on our face and it put us in remembrance of the goodness of God to us in the past or is a encouragement to someone who's currently going through, right? That, that, that you may be in the middle of the storm right now. You may be like Chuck was talking about. You may be in the middle of the valley of the shadow of death, right? But there's no reason to fear any evil, right? Because God's presence is there with you. His rod and his staff comforts you. Like Steve said, he will prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Right? So the circumstances don't matter as much as the presence of God in your life. The presence of God with you. Right? And what he's going to do for you and in you through that situation. Amen? And so... Uh, as we get, <clears throat> as we're on the cusp of a new year, um, I, I've been in the book of Joshua and uh, I'm just going to share a few verses from, uh, I got to remind us sweetheart to do the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> uh, just, uh, just a heads up. It's not going to happen at eight o'clock. Um, but it starts off in uh, chapter one and I'll read the first three verses and it says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses assistant, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people into the land that I am giving to them. To the people of Israel, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses. And uh, the, the word that came to mind as I read these verses is transition. And we're on the cusp of transition from the year 2021 to the year 2022. And in these first three verses, uh, the people of Israel, including Joshua, their new leader, are going through transition. Moses, the one whom God used to lead them out of Egypt. The one whom God led them to the cusp of the promised land before they rejected the opportunity to go in and possess it. The man of God that they have followed and trusted in his leadership for years has died. How many of you know they respected and they loved Moses? 
they believed in his leadership. They, they believed in the genuineness of his relationship with God. They felt that with him at the head and his relationship with God, that they could do anything. But that man died. And I don't want to just gloss over the fact that they, that they transitioned from Moses to Joshua because transition isn't just transition. There's also trauma associated with transition. Oftentimes, there is a loss of something. Are you hearing me? Often something, there's something to lament. There's something you have to give up in order to go into what God has for you. God told Moses that he'll be able to see the promise. He let him see the promised land, but he said, you're not going in. And I won't get into the details of why many of us know, but Moses got to see it, and then Moses died. But God prepared Joshua. He made provision for the transition. They transitioned in leadership. They lost a beloved leader. They have a new one that they believe in. They've been positioned where God has had them, but now God said it's time to cross the Jordan and go and possess the land that I promised to your forefathers. And we're on the cusp of a new year, and many of y'all have been waiting for the promise to God, of God to come to pass. Many of you have been, been believing God for something. God has spoken to you in your time of prayer. God has reinforced that through other people who could not know it unless God shared it with them. He's spoken to you in his word. You've, you've heard people speak life to you and you're holding on to that. How many of you know this moment, they're about to cross the Jordan and begin the fulfillment of the promised God gave to their forefathers. This was hundreds of years in the making. Hundreds of years and generations ago. And finally, it's about to come to pass. I don't know how long you've endured, how long you've endured the situation that you're in, but, but, but transition, you're on the cusp of transition. Those of you who are in transition, it's not going to last forever. God's doing something. And there is, you know, and, and there is a kingdom element. The enemy, what the enemy meant for evil, God will turn it for good. He's going to use what you're going through for good, brother. And I don't know how long the transition for each of you is going to last, but that transition will come to pass. It will reach its full fruition, and, and the will of God is going to be accomplished in your life. It's interesting that Bettina mentioned uh, her pain, and she said it was like labor and delivery. 
Huh? The treatment was like labor and delivery. You know, sometimes in life, what we have to go through is like labor and delivery. Well, I can't speak from personal experience. From what my wife has shared with me, it's like labor and delivery. I don't know what's going on here. The mic came on. Um, uh, let's go on. Verse 4. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. And so I want to, so, so God tells them it's time to cross over. It's time, we've already transitioned in leadership. You're going to cross over the Jordan. I'm going to part the Jordan waters, just like I parted the Red Sea, as a demonstration that as I was with Moses, Joshua, I am with you. That I am the same God yesterday, today, and forever. That though leadership, that though transition happens from one person to another, the same God is running the show. The same God is going to make sure the promise that he gave is going to come to pass. And he tells them the extent of their territory. And I love verse 5. We always skip to verse 6. Be strong and courageous. You know what? It's, hey, we'll, we'll get to that. I almost said forget that. But before we get to be strong and courageous, we need to know what that being strong and courageousness is rooted in. What undergirds it? What makes it possible? And, it's, and it tells us that in verse 5. He's like, look, no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Not because you're so amazing, Joshua. Not because you're so special, Joshua. It's because just as I was with Moses, I will be with you. The real, tangible, powerful presence of God will be with you the same way I was with Moses. And because my presence is with you, no man will be able to stand against you. And, and I'm going to take it a step further, says God. I will not leave you or forsake you. So I'm with you for the long haul. I'm with you for your entire life. I'm with you whatever comes, whatever you face, what however hard the, the hardship is. One thing you can count on every time is the presence of God is there with you. Amen? And because his presence is with you, there's nothing you can't overcome. Right? So it doesn't matter how strong you think you are or how weak you think you are because what matters is whether you know who your God is and whether you know and have settled the issue in your heart that God is with you and that he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. How many of you know how encouraging and how strengthening that is? 
Amen? So I'm here to encourage you today. Transition is not something that needs to be feared. And some of you might be feeling like Bettina was when she was going through her uh, uh, treatment. Labor and delivery. I said that right, right? Labor and delivery, right? Some of you might be feeling, we, we know those of us who are husbands, those who have, who have had loved ones that we've been there when they've given birth, we know the travails of labor and delivery. We don't look at it in these times, but in those moments, a transition is happening. There's a baby in the mother's womb, right? We don't know when it's going to happen exactly. Oh, the doctors can estimate it. They can guesstimate it. But, but babies come early and babies come late. But we know when it's, when it's time, it's time. And when the water breaks, the show starts. Right? And it's not just a trauma for the mother. It's a trauma for the baby. See, the baby's going from the safety of mama's womb. And there's a transition from what that baby has known for nine months. He's got to go through the, he or she has to go through the birth canal, which has got to be a scary thing for the little one. And then the baby comes out and nothing looks like it did for nine months. No wonder, no wonder the baby's crying. Right? Uh, the, the mother's warmth, the safety, it's been incubated in mom's womb this whole time. Now you're, now you're out. Now you got, you know, that there is no umbilical cord and stuff. Now you, your nose has got to work. You got to breathe. You're crying. You're cold. You need to be warm. All this stuff happening, you know, to me, even though we're grown, Transition feels like that. You go from something that you've been comfortable to a certain degree in. And all of a sudden, God brings his transition. Right? We go through it. We have to go through the birth canal of hardship. We have to go through the birth canal of travail. Right? And then we're stepping out of something that we've been comfortable with into something that we have no idea what we're doing. And we're scared. Sometimes we're crying. Sometimes it feels like God's spanking us, right? And so I can just tell by some of the testimonies, some of you are feeling like the baby going through the birth canal. But you know, when all of that is done and the baby comes out and, and, uh, you know, the baby is wrapped up and in the mother's arms, all of a sudden, everything is right with the world again, right? Mama has baby in her arms. Baby is nestled in mom's arms. And all of a sudden, that crying baby is not making a peep. That baby realizes, you know, despite this transition, mama is still here. Same voice that's comforted me for nine months. It's, I still hear it, right? 
The same presence that's been there this whole time is still here. Things are a little different, but things are not that different, right? I can find, I still can find comfort in the one who just brought me into this world. Amen? And so while transition can be traumatic, while transition can be difficult, transition can be hard, there comes a point that after having gone through it, we need to realize that the same God who was with us before the transition was with us through the transition and is still with us post-transition, right? And while it was hard, we can, we can praise God that he never left us and he never forsook us, right? We got through it. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Thy rod and thy staff are with me. They comfort me. Yeah, I got to be here, but you're here with me. And you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So I may be in the valley of the shadow of death, but the enemies that would do me harm are kept at bay because you put your rod and your staff on them before you let them touch me. Amen. And so I'll stop this. Because his presence is with us, then it says, be strong in verse six and courageous. You can be strong because of who's with you. Your strength comes from the Lord. That you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. And here are some things, um, just mark off the first 11 verses of Joshua chapter 1, and I think it's important as we go into the new year. But only be strong and very courageous, and he tells us what we need to be strong in. Being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn to it, from it, to the right hand or to the left. That you may have good success wherever you go. You know, if you want good success in life as a believer, well then you need to know God's word and you need to conform your life to it. You need to know his word. You need to meditate on his, on his word and you need to be a doer of his word. If you commit to doing those things, then you will have success in life. And that was true in 2020, no matter how bad it was. That was true in 2021. And it will continue to be true in 2022 and beyond. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do. Everybody say do. According to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. There's no secret to having good success in the coming year. There's a lot of challenges. Who knows what the markets are going to do? Praise God that uh, Steve uh, is, is, is one of the blessed businessmen, businessmen and women whose business has been blessed in these trying circumstances. Right? And, and that is a work of God. Right? Nobody's wise enough uh, 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 in man's wisdom, right, 
to to really ride that wave and and and, and manipulate um, their success. There comes a time when you just got to put your trust in God and know that God has your God has you in the palm of His hands, and He does not need good market conditions in order to bless you. Amen. So if we'll put our focus on hearing his voice, knowing his word, meditating on his word, doing his word, it says, then we will have good success. Because we'll walk according to his will and his way. And we'll have the favor of God on our lives. Uh, Doesn't mean you're going to start a business and become a gajillionaire. Uh, That's not the measure of success in the kingdom of God. I said, that's not the measure of success in the kingdom of God. Knowing and doing the will of our father, what we do for the kingdom is what success is all about. That's what matters to God. Uh, Winning souls for the kingdom, blessing those who, you know, going and visiting those who are sick, uh, feeding the poor, you know, putting clothes on those who are unclothed, doing the, going through the Beatitudes, right? You want to find Jesus, you'll, you'll find Jesus where you see people doing those things. Taking the gospel to those who don't know him, right? And so, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not... Be frightened and do not be dismayed. That is the command of God as we look toward 2022. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. But God, but God, but God. No, no, but God. Be strong and courageous because God is with you. Don't be afraid. Don't be frightened. Do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. And I love it. I'll just throw in these last two for free. And Joshua commanded the officers of the people. I love it because he was diligent. He did immediately what God told him to do. And Joshua commanded the officers of the people pass through the midst of the camp and command the people. And let this be a word for you. Prepare your provisions. For within three days, You are to pass over this Jordan and go in to take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving you to possess. So I want to encourage you today. That's the last. Prepare your provisions. You need, let's have expectation from the Lord in 20, of the Lord in 2022. Right? Let, let's believe God that we're going to possess the things that he's put on our hearts in 2022. Right. And and, you know, in chapter three and four, I I preached from that last week, but we know that they got to the Jordan and God parted the waters of the Jordan and they walked over on dry land. Right. And they began the conquest of the promised land. Starting at Jericho, did they did they bring down Jericho by their own power and by their own might? No, they didn't. God had them do the weirdest stuff. 
that seemed to be designed to show just how unpowerful they were. But in their weakness, God's strength was revealed, was made known. He didn't need them to be powerful. He just needed them to obey. He didn't need them to be strong in their own might. He needed them to be resolute and confident and full of faith to do what God said do without fear of consequence. To know that greater is he who was with them than anyone who was in the world. And, and, and I just want to encourage you, sons and daughters of God, as 2022 comes on, don't be a party. Don't, don't get pulled into the doom and gloom, the doubt, the fear, the unbelief, all the reasons that we ought to be afraid and, and all the causes that we ought to join up in so we can stop, uh, we, we can stop all this atrocities from happening and so forth and so on. No, 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 no. Uh, all, it's not that those things are not good causes. It's just that we cannot let ourselves be distracted from the mission and the co-mission that we have from God. We must do the works of him while it, that has sent us while it is day. You know, because even more important than every important cause that's out there is there are people who are going to hell whose names are not written in the Lamb's book of life. And there are the, you and I need to be uh, dispensers of his gospel to let those people know, not just by word, but by our faith and by the attitude of our faith and by our deeds, we're showing that we're not worried about what 2022 is going to bring because this God we tell you about, we really do believe in him. His word really is truth according to us. We're not freaked out about what might happen or what's going to happen We because we know that everything is subject to his rule and his authority, right? And so he has called us to a mission, a kingdom mission, and we will walk that mission out. We'll obey him, and we're going to trust him and knowing full well that his will is going to happen in this earth just like it happens in heaven, All right? We're going to say yes to God. Yes, God. Not only are we going to uh, profess your name, right? Not only are we going to say how awesome and mighty you are, Lord, but but, but we're going to conduct our way ourselves in a way that's consistent with our profession. Amen? And so I'm going to ask the worship team to come up and do one more song, and I'm going to say, here's what we gave testimony of the goodness of God. God's blessed us. He's brought us through. He's brought us through a lot of challenges. He's brought us through a lot of difficulties. He's, he's uh, comforted us and strengthened our weak knees. He's given us peace that passes all understanding when we were under stress and when we were distressed, right? When we were feeling pressed on every side. Those are testimonies as well, too. That I was tempted to give up, but God wouldn't let me. God encouraged me. When I didn't look, when I, when it didn't seem like there was a reason to go on, God brought a brother or a sister to give me a word of encouragement that, that, that encouraged me to take that next step. And so, 
and, 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 and remembering on all these testimonies that have gone forth this, this evening of the goodness and the faithfulness of God. As we get ready to transition from 2021 to 2022, let's take the testimonies and the remembrance of those testimonies and let them be fuel for our faith in God. As we transition into 2022. I don't know what God has for you in 2022. I don't know all that he has for me. I know what I'm believing him for. But whatever God has for me. Even before I know what it is. I'm saying right here. Right now. By faith. I'm saying yes Lord. Whatever, whatever path you want to take me down, Lord, I'm saying yes. Lord, there is uncertainty over across the Jordan. Uh, uh, there's all kinds of enemies over there. But I have your promise. That that promised land is mine. You've given it to me. And you've told me, like you told Joshua, that no man can stand against me because you're with me. I want you to know no one can stand against you in 2022 because God is with you. And what God has promised, some, some of the things you're believing God for are going to come to pass in 2022. And those things that don't, don't you give up. Just because it didn't happen in 2022 doesn't mean it won't happen in God's timing. Whether it's 2023 or 2033, you keep believing in God because God is faithful. What he said he'll do, he's going to do. And so I'm going to ask you all to stand and we're going to, and I'm going to ask you to, to make that same declaration that I just made. You know, you don't have to know what God has for you in 2022. But you can demonstrate that you trust him. You can demonstrate that you believe that he's going to be with you in everything that you face. And you can say, Lord, whatever 2022 brings, whatever it is you cause me to encounter, whatever it is, whatever hardships you want me to walk through, uh, it may not be pleasant to me, but I say, yes, Lord, right now to it in Jesus' name. I say, yes, Lord. I surrender my will, I surrender my way to yours. And I'm not going to try and avoid anything. Now, I'm not going to try and avoid everything. I'm not going to be passive. What I'm going to do is press into you. And let you guide me wherever it is your will to guide me. I'm already saying yes. Yes.